0: to Let's Talk Shop, a podcast filled with business stories and practical advice for the product-based entrepreneur. My name is Therese and I help small business owners grow their wholesale. I hope that the stories and advice shared on this podcast will inspire action and help you build your business. You're listening to Season 2, Episode 5. Hello and welcome. I can't believe we're already in December. Christmas is so near now and I for one love Christmas. Before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to tell you about what I'm doing over on my grid for December. Earlier in the year I thought, oh should I do a Christmas gift guide? What should I do for Christmas? But then I thought actually what I'm all about is connecting retailers and brands and makers and creatives, so instead I am doing an alternative advent calendar over on my grid. Each day leading up to Christmas, I'm going to feature an independent shop that I might have worked with, come across on Instagram, talk to in a Facebook group, whatever it might be. And I'm also going to feature some of their best-selling products. So I would love for you to get involved. I'm going to be using hashtag IndieXmas 2019 and use it to celebrate your stockists celebrate the independent shops you're shopping with this christmas use it to celebrate your favorite brands and makers and artists and creatives and let's create this Aladdin cave of independent brands and shops this christmas all together for those of you who follow me on instagram or who subscribe to my newsletter you might have seen that I have an offer on to help raise money for the hunger project and giving tuesday I decided to start a bit early with all the black friday and cyber monday deals going on and announced that this year I decided to give you guys a minimum of 25% discount on all my services plus I will be donating 25% The Hunger Project if you book before the end of Tuesday. The reason why I decided to go with such a big discount was because I want to really raise as much money as possible. I think it's an amazing course and I just think that it is lovely to be part of something. This is the first time they do this. It's a campaign called Coaches to End Hunger and it's all about helping educate people to help them improve their lives and i think that is an amazing cause and you can find out a lot more about what the hunger project does i'm going to pop the link in the show notes and if you are interested in working with me i am put taking bookings for next year so do get in touch just dm me or email me and i will send you all the prices and all the information in today's episode i speak with the lovely karina from Lily. Ponder Lily is a brilliant stationery brand that creates eco-friendly planners and stationery products. I first learned about Ponderlily from Sydney at Papersmiths and I think that her Planners are just beautiful. All her products are very thoughtful and very beautiful. So go and have a little look. We are doing a little giveaway, so if you listen to the end of the episode, we will tell you a little bit more about it. I really admire how Karina has built Lily together with her family whilst working full time as a business analyst and spending most of her time out of the UK whilst also raising twins. She has created a business that is sustainable to her lifestyle so that it doesn't need her to be physically there picking orders every single day. And I think that's a really interesting point because a lot of the people I speak to do everything themselves. So this is a little bit of a different perspective. We talk about trade shows. Karina was a top draw in September. She gives you all her top tips for being at a trade show and and I really hope that you will enjoy this episode. Now I just want to warn you, just as there's some background noise right now because the dog has decided to pick up some toys, towards the end of the episode you will hear a bit of squeaking and that is a pig, as in a toy pig. So I'm sorry about that. That's part of the whole charm of recording podcasts from your home. I really hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, Karina. Welcome to Let's
1: Talk Shop. Thank you so much for having me, Teresa. Really appreciate it welcome everyone it's really nice to be chatting with you
0: it is lovely uh, we actually met in person too which is always nice at top drawer which was lovely yeah it's so nice when you get to meet people in real life isn't it
1: oh absolutely it was just so nice to be able to to chat with you in person and to finally be able to meet with you although like I felt like I had already even though we had chatted online for quite some time and uh, you were able to give me some great advice um for Ponder Lily, it was really lovely to to meet with you in person. Um, and it was so busy during Top Drawer, wasn't it? But it was nice that we were able to to briefly meet.
0: Yeah, I mean, trade shows. Unless you're next to each other, you never get that big of a chance to to chat. I think, but yeah, it's nice to at least put a face to name and or a face to a voice <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah, which is lovely. <laughs> um, so would you please tell us a little bit more about yourself and Ponder Lily?
1: Absolutely. I'm Karina Lawson. I'm the founder and managing partner at PonderLily Paper and Planners, where uh, I provide creative direction and I oversee operations um, at the company with my family. Uh, we're, we're quite small, like as a family, we're quite big. <laughs> um, the, there are three of us who work directly at Ponder Lily, um, And I started the company. Um, we officially opened our virtual doors in 2007. and uh, But it's been in my heart from a very young age, since I was eight. But like, when I actually took steps towards building the company from what it was, it was on a piece of paper from a business plan to actually opening the business. It was um, in 2008. So I've been dreaming about this for, for quite some time. And we make uh, sustainable and stylish stationery that work for women who do too, uh, whether that person work, works at home or at a sky, rise, sky rise or both. Uh, you know, we're really here to help women with how they uh, manage their time so that it's more intentional and it create base to, to do what they what they love and not just what's on their to-do list.
0: Yeah and why planners? What, what made you want to open the, like you know start this business? Is that something that comes from your background? And oh yes
1: absolutely. Um, I've always used planners like growing up and I wouldn't say like I wasn't like an eight-year-old <laughs> using planners but I did see my <laughs> mother who was um, she was the chief operations officer at a a large company and she always had her trusty planner and I always watched her, you know, write in birthdays and who she wanted to send cards to. She really like put in not only her appointments, but pieces of her life in it as well. And when I was growing Mm. up and when I was studying, I always used some type of paper product to help me plan. And as I grew older, I found that, you know, people were always looking for ways to make life more manageable um, and not necessarily manage their life. And I felt that sometimes the to-do list can do that. And I wanted to really bring that front and center and help women put themselves on the agenda. Because as, you know, my children were born, um, I have got twin girls, and I went back to work when they were only five months old. Um, And I thought that, I could stay on top of things and, you know, and I did for some time, but it really wasn't something that was sustainable. I was ticking my to do list at the expense of my sleep a lot of the time, at the expense of, you know, just making some time to go to the doctors or because, you know, looking after your health is self-care too. And I was very, very often rescheduling my own appointments um, so that I could put my family first. And that was really detrimental to both my health and it was detrimental to, I kind of lost sight of who I was as, as a person at that time. So I really wanted to make sure that that never happened to my children. I definitely don't want to see that happen to other women. You know, you can Still be deeply loved and cared for and respected, and uh, as somebody who pursues their own career and uh, as a mom or both. And I want to make sure that. Um that we create products that are intentional with their design, so that people can leave can can lead a life that is intentional too.
0: Yeah, it's we do try to cram in a lot. Oh yeah, we do, and don't we? <laughs> the first thing we drop sight of is ourselves. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And you know, like our drive to create a sustainable product is so that we can can help people create a sustainable lifestyle. The way that I plan my life. Today, like, and and obviously I don't plan everything, but the way that I create my rhythms and routines today, they're certainly not the same as what they were like two years ago or even a year ago. But it's something that allows me to um, take some time to, to take breaks and in between meetings, you know, like I still I don't stop going to the meetings and I don't stop. Working, I just take breaks and be- more breaks in between. Um, I know I really respect my own internal clock in terms of uh, I know when I work best, as in, like, the time of day that I work yeah. best. And I want to make sure that that time is, is somewhat free. And this is coming from, you know, this information is coming from a woman who doesn't necessarily have freedom with her time. Like I do work full time, not in this business. I still am very much a nine to five gal and, um, outside of Pondry Lily. So I um, I did I was able to create systems that uh, allow me to do that and allow me to do this and um, allow me to be happy and content and I don't do it perfectly but um, it's something that supports the lifestyle that I that I chose and I'm very grateful to the people who support um, my business which is my family so
0: yeah it must be tough though how did you learn like you know you must have at one stage decided that you need to get better at planning out your time because running your own business and having a full-time job and having a family it's a lot yeah you
1: know and the funny thing is I'm a like I said I'm, I'm a business analyst by training so companies large companies come to me when they want to be more efficient and when they want to be more successful with the resources that they that they have so and it's funny that at one point um I was ugly crying at a friend's office going like I, if I only had more time and you know I'm just so busy and I don't get it like what is it that I'm not seeing about the way that I plan and it was funny that during that conversation she mentioned to me it's not like what was it she said I'm trying to remember but she said um you know it's you're lucky that you get to do those things and I realized how incredibly grateful I should be for the life that I was leading and it wasn't about having more time it's just that the things that I was doing weren't necessarily in line with what I longed to do, which was really to help, to help people. Um, And I really wanted to make sure that I could help them realize that it was okay to put themselves on the agenda. It was okay to see more of myself in the to-do list. So I can be a better mother and I can be a better friend and better employee. So it's, and that's really, and I know it sounds counterintuitive, like uh, a lot of people say do less so that you can do more. And, you know, I agree with it to a certain extent, but I certainly am not doing less than I was um, back on that day that, you know, I was in her office, I'm certainly doing more from the outside, right? Like, oh, I've taken on a company now yeah. and to the outside, it looks like I'm doing more. But to be completely honest with you, Therese, like I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing and um, it doesn't feel like work at all. Um, and it's funny how things just kind of aligned to when I decided that's what I wanted to do, which was, you know, to help. Busy, brilliant women everywhere. Um, it makes certain that that they can make, you know, that they can really put themselves on the agenda. How things aligned to to help with that you know I didn't know that I was going to be running a company with my family Um, I had designed the business so that it could pretty much run on you know it was going to be fulfillment center it was there were going to be different pieces of the puzzle Uh, but it once my father-in-law took a look at it and who uh, is um, you know we used to work together when (laughs) back a few years ago like in the corporate world when and I I really value his opinion. So oh. when I asked him to take a look at the business plan, he's like, oh, I want to help you with this. Like, I think this is a really important message. I want to help you with that. And so um, it's funny how things just aligned and he was retired. And uh, so he still is, but uh, he loves helping with the business. And anytime I have a question, big or small, he's always there to help. So it's funny how, that's things, amazing. yeah, like I'm very lucky that way. So it's funny how things aligned to do that. I wouldn't have it any other way. I really wouldn't. So it's like, it just makes me so happy that Over Christmas, when we package orders that go out to so many people that we're doing this from, you know, our kitchen table and we're, you know, um, we're packaging orders and we're just so happy. And oftentimes I write cards to people who uh, order from us for the first time. And if they're outside of the UK, like I genuinely couldn't think of doing this any other way. Um, I just make the time. um, If I need to be in the UK for a trade show, I take a couple of days of annual leave. I fly out, (laughs) I do what I gotta do. I come back. You know, I've declared my business in the company where I work. They're very encouraging of what I do obviously it doesn't I can't do both at the same time obviously but um that's why I yeah. wake up a little earlier and I just um I make it
0: work um where do, are you based now like full time mostly based um
1: so my husband works in the Middle East um and uh the company is run from the UK um I don't have to be very hands-on at this time because my father-in-law runs it and then four times a year I fly out to to Newcastle and where our home is so Um, yeah so I just work on the business then but we touch base like pretty much like every week on how the business is doing and um, if there is anything I need to be made aware of but like I said I'm a business analyst by training so when I design a business I make sure that it's fully capable of running itself um we're you know we were two years in and I'm really really proud of uh the work that we've put in um to make sure that Lily can do just that
0: I mean it's made it's good that you I guess with your background have built a business where it doesn't fall because you're ill for a week for example you know you can take that time to get better if some or you know if your day job had a particularly busy week that week you, your business doesn't...
1: Yeah, absolutely. From day one... Take yeah, absolutely. From day one, I knew that that business model was not going to be sustainable. So the, the, the company was designed to run with a team, uh, whether that team was going to... I didn't know that our team would be... All their last name would be Lawson, but... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that at the time I'm very lucky that happened though
0: yeah it's lovely to get to work with family
1: yeah it's not always easy and we disagree but it's it's good that of course before we became family and this is really unusual by the way um it's funny that before we became a family we used to work together it is unusual I think that helped (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, I think that helped so my father-in-law knows me from you know a corporate background yeah yeah
0: (laughs) And you knew each other's work habits and, you know, how I think it's different. Other people often say, you know, don't employ friends. But I think if you worked with them before you became friends, you could do really well together. But it's a little bit harder to to start working with someone that you haven't worked on with before, but you already know them really well. It's almost like, you know, I, I yeah. guess you did it in the right way in a sense where, you know, you... you <laughs> You knew each other professionally before you you started working together in your business.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So what do you think has been the biggest challenge with setting up Ponder Lily and growing it?
1: Um, So I would say that there were parts of the business that I wasn't familiar with in like wholesale would be one of them the other thing would be like you know um a lot of people think oh you think did you think that manufacturing the product was going to be the biggest hurdle and I'm, i've been visiting paper factories since i was 10 years old so oh, wow. i knew um I knew, I knew that part of it which is really bizarre but there was a paper factory in my hometown back in brazil um and they had tours for schools and things like that so i just remember visiting paper factories at a very young age and then when i was in college i also while I was pursuing my degree it was a paper factory in the um, town where my university was based and so it would very often we would have projects that were set up there so like in a way like again like everything kind of aligned itself um, that I would get to know different parts of my business um, without knowing I had a business right yeah but it was, it was something that drew me to it but you know things like wholesale I wasn't aware of of how things happened in that space Um, so that's what prompted you know, me to, to talk to you and, the, I, I you know, and um, other mentors into the industry. Because I think it's important that when, you know, um, you find a particular part of your business challenging, um, I want to, and you want to know more about it, that you reach out to the people who do. Um, I think the other part that I found very challenging for me was social media. Um, and I understand how it works and everything, but I'm actually quite shy in person. And until like I just feel uh, a bit funny sometimes on lives. And, you know, I didn't understand the power that social media would have um, on our company. Um, and, you know, given all the advice that I was given, I really wanted to make sure that I pursued social media in a way that sat well with me. Um, and, you know, and the same yeah. thing. With wholesale, I wanted to do it in a way that sat well with me, that it wasn't going to feel foreign and it wasn't going to be an uphill battle. And otherwise, what's the point in, ha- in having this business if I can't put if I can't do something in a way that um, is going to seem natural? Um, I th- mm-hmm. guess that's what I'm trying to say. So yeah, so that would be the biggest challenge when I w- with getting started. And the way that I got around to doing that was, you know, a, really trying to um, reach out to people and learn, like, research as much as I could about the topic. That was one thing. And then the other thing would be to reach out to experts in the industry who knew a lot more than I could through my Google <laughs> research.
0: Um, and there's so much information like when you google yes. things you just get so much conflicting information too
1: yes and it's and even when you do find a piece of information that you're like okay I think this could work it's it's it, to me it wasn't in a way that could work with my personality you know I found it much easier to go to a trade show for example than to reach out to stockists via mm. email solely yeah Because it just, you know, hitting send on that email was really, really difficult. But like talking to someone in person, uh, even though I'm quite shy, we, you know, it's a trade show. That's what we're were there for. We were there to showcase our product and we were there to talk about why the product is um, important. And it was, we were there for them to meet the team that was going to be fulfilling the order. So I could see why that was, uh, that could work um, and how we could get, I could get around both my shyness and, you know, uh, get around to actually pitching because I find sales challenging in general but you know that was a way to do it in a way that sat well with me and um, I was quite happy I was able to get around that I had to at some point.
0: Yeah I think it's so true I think that you know I think it's really important that we find a way to sell our products or you know to promote our businesses that works for you it's not a one size fit all we're all different you know yeah I don't think we all have to do it the same way
1: yeah I completely agree and it was so valuable to me to be able to talk to someone like you and say you know okay this is the information but how could the how could this work for Ponder Lily right and that was the advice that you gave me in that respect was invaluable so thank you
0: oh, I'm so glad to hear that it's um I think that yeah, I just think that sales as well has like such a bad connotation because we think, you know, advertisement sales or tele sale, you know, you, you, it feels mm-hmm. icky to lots of people. But yeah. yeah. But if you are truly right fit with the retailer, it shouldn't be icky because you're actually helping each other build your businesses equally so it should be a partnership and, and yeah e- absolutely you know,
1: and enjoyable yeah like uh, you know like I feel since we started with wholesale we've really established good working relationships and professional relationships that have been quite lasting with our stockists you know their clients are exactly the kind of woman that that or the kind of client that we keep in mind when we make our product and I mm. think that it will be a, you know that's where they come in like they've got our, they may not necessarily know about our product and it's so important to have that conversation. And we actually work really closely with our stockets to kind of drive some part of you know what it is that they need. How can we better serve our clients? Because they're you know at the end of the day we're an e-commerce business. We're you know for now anyway, and um, we're you know I'm behind a computer screen and we're receiving orders and we print them and we distribute them. We, we don't actually get to speak to the customer as often as we would like in you know in person, which is yeah. something that I, I always enjoy whenever. I was uh, you know when I was at top tour for instance and we got to meet some of our our clients that were like oh Lily, I bought a planner from you guys two years ago and I still use it like that was really really nice to hear so.
0: That's so good and how did you um, get started because even before we talked you did have a few stockists uh, how did your first stockist come about?
1: Um, So our first stockist was based um is based in um just in a town just outside of uh newcastle um and we visited them and i happened to have my planner with me because i love like you know again like since i was eight years old i've i've been visiting lots and lots and lots of um bookshops and at one point my parents were just like oh my god we're gonna be here a while aren't we but um i love (laughs) going into a stationery shop and checking out all the things and fortunately unfortunately this is something that my kid i've seen like my kids do now they could just stay in a in a stationery shop for ages so i i I happened to Hmm. be in the stationery shop and i I noticed that they didn't have planners and they had notebooks and other things and beautiful pens and and i happened to ask if they had any planners and you know they said that they didn't carry them at that time and i said we well, you know i actually own a planner company and, and we're eco-friendly and i can see that you have some eco-friendly products in your shop this is my card this is and i actually had my planner that was all scribbled on that i was writing on it <laughs> i was like you know this is my planner if you, if you think it would be a good fit for your for your store we're available online so i just happened to pitch this person <laughs> and yeah you know my husband's husband was like, oh, which God. was brave and, yeah because I mean it was the owner like who happened to be working it. and I was like you know what like I'm a business owner too and I I noticed that they don't have this particular item and you know and he actually made an order like on the spot and so wow <laughs> so I remember getting back in the car and I was like can we go back to the house real quick because I need to bring back some planners for this shop and my husband's like did you literally just make a sale and here I'm like I guess I did because like I was hoping that like I would be more like it was yeah we were we had just started it was like we were eight months in <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So, I yeah, but it was nice that I did that and you know, there're still our stockists to this day and um, I love going into their shop and having a cup of coffee and talking to them and so it's really interesting.
0: That's so lovely. What is their shop called?
1: Uh Penfax. They're in Hexham. Oh, the link. Them.
0: <laughs> because it's just lovely to hear about nice independent shops yeah. kind of, you know, treat their suppliers nicely and like that he actually bought just like that yeah amazing (laughs) so that was your first stockist what Mm -hmm. happened after that
1: so after that we went to the london stationery show um i believe that was in uh 2016 Uh, and yeah no sorry that was in 2018 we went to the london stationery show and um after that we met some stockists on site um we got cards, you know, as we were talking about our product, it was really nice to meet, you know, other planner companies there as well, so that we could really like, oh, I didn't know that I had to have like, you know, I knew that I had to have a catalog, but I didn't know how it had to be printed for the show and things like that, you know, Mm. so yeah, so it was it was our first show experience um and it was absolutely invaluable it was a lot of fun um so after that we went to like I said we went to uh the London stationery show and that's when I started pitching via email uh more than before so
0: yeah and did you who was your second stock do you remember who was the next? of
1: course I'll never forget um <laughs> it was Papersmith
0: which is amazing as yeah. your second stock is. Because that's the dream for lots of people. Yeah,
1: but I mean, they had already bought. Um, they had already, they already had one of our planners. So yeah, they already had one of our planners. Um, I believe I met them at the show, but I did. I know I met them at the show, but I didn't know. You know, like that it was the Papersmiths. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Um, so I happened to give them a sample, um, and then uh, I remember writing to them, and um, and then. Like their, their order came um, sometime after that, but it was, you know, they're very near and dear to my heart. Very, very, very much so. Because I remember going into their shop like years, years before, um, and just remember thinking, oh my gosh, like this the shop is amazing. Um, and this was even before I had opened um, Ponderlily. And um, my, my sister-in-law was just in, in London this past weekend. And she's like, oh my goodness, I was in Papersmiths getting someone a gift. And I just saw that Ponderlily was there. And, I, and it's just so funny to me, Karina, that, you know... Uh, Because when we talk about Ponder Lily, we're we're having dinner and we're talking about colors and we're talking about, it's very much a family business, you know, and it's nice to see our planners out in the world. And so that was really, really cool.
0: I actually think I first heard of you from Sydney Yeah, (laughs) when we did, uh, in season one, when I was talking to her, because we were talking about, I guess she probably mentioned you in the end of the episode and then... That's how I heard about you I think. Yeah, so that's how I heard about you things... as well. <laughs> <laughs> so that was incredible. such it's fun, such a small world sometimes. <laughs> How do you find retailers now to reach out to and how do you go about it? Do you feel like you've found a way that works for you?
1: Um, I thought Top Drawer worked for us. And like I often, again, like if I visit a place and I see that their shop would be a good fit for us, I reach out. Um, I think that works as well. I also think that just, you know, just doing some research on um, uh different types of shops um, that could like may not necessarily carry eco-friendly products um, finding you know and then seeing that we perhaps might be a good fit so it's lots of research lots of narrowing down whether you know, we would be able to supply to that shop is also something that I take into consideration. We do have some larger department stores that we stock our products in. So we want to make certain that, like, I know that I shouldn't reach out to more than X number of stockists, for instance, because I want to make certain that I'm able to provide an, you know, an even service for everybody. And our service customer service standards are quite high. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily overreach you know knowing that yeah. we're a small company knowing that and even if we're a small company that we're also able to be sustainable about how we do business is really really important to us so like right now with the number of stockers we have i think that we're in a good number i would love to grow the business more but i want to be able to, to like i said like i want to be able to provide a good even customer service to, to everybody so mm. yeah but i do um pick like an X number of people I pitch to, I see uh, what the response is. If somebody tells me that they're not ready to just start Ponder Lily at this time, I it's always useful I think to know why. Um, so if it's something that we can work on, um, then we can pitch to them later. Um, and if it's okay to keep their their information, so I always try to to do that as well. So
0: that's nice. It's a good, you know, sometimes it's just about timing or about what else they have in their range. So it is nice when you hear back and you get that feedback from them because we can always learn from each other. What do you think in terms of trade shows? Are you doing any in twenty twenty?
1: Um, I don't think so. Simply because attending a trade show requires that I fly out. It requires that I prepare like a booth that's ready. That we have uh, products that are up to par, like as in like we're bringing enough products um, to showcase. And just given the timelines of our own internal launch in September and then attending a trade show around the same time is really, really difficult. So I will personally Hmm. not be able to attend a trade show at this time, but in twenty twenty we'll see if we can attend more local trade shows around the northeast. Um I think that might be that might be an idea. Just that we don't have to travel so far, you know, with the planners and things like that. Um it's just that it's yeah. Um but again, it was a great opportunity to have attended Top Doors. I think that um we'll wait out to attend Top Door uh maybe in twenty twenty one um when you know we know what's expected um we just want to see like how things go in 2020 um and then see what happens i guess
0: have you thought about doing any international shows at all like paris or frankfurt no
1: no we haven't um we want to stay within the uk for now and attend trade shows there um if the opportunity arises and um if you know We're not in the middle of a launch with our own um, product, then sure, but we'll we'll see. Like I just think that like a year and a half in advance is a good is a good gauge to see like whether or not we're gonna go to a trade show. But uh, September is just a really difficult time um, to be able to, for me personally, to do that. Um, if one of my family members is able to go, like, and if two of them actually, because we can't just have one person, as you know, like because you have to man the booth and then um you know be able to go for lunch breaks. things like that so it's always good to have a partner with you when you're going to a trade show so if if two of us are able to go then great but otherwise like since I know I won't be able to go um it might be a bit um challenging but I might be able to twist my art my husband's arm to go on my behalf
0: (laughs) (laughs) you can always try exactly (laughs) so what's your kind of top learnings from trade shows so Have someone with you. Yes. What else do you feel that you learned from the trade shows you've done? Do you have any top tips for people that haven't done one, maybe? Right.
1: So I would say, um, yes, always make sure that you have a partner with you. Make sure that you adhere to the deadlines that the trade show organizers give you, Um, which I I did. But like I said, it was um, attending the trade show was around the time that we were, um, it was literally on the same week that we were launching our fall 2019 collection so it was really really difficult keeping track of shipments coming in and you know making sure that we were like the deadlines for us were tight because we were we had so much going on that September so make sure that you are you have ample time or Mm -hmm. that you have the personnel to keep an eye on just the trade show stuff definitely doable and you know obviously we were able to go um the other thing I would suggest too is just making sure that you have all your props with you so I don't have to randomly ask your cousin for a vase (laughs) 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 put flowers in um so um yeah, yeah have all your props with you um and if you're flying to attend the um said trade show um just you know pack light try to ship as many things as possible um, ahead of time, uh, because you know, and I, I was the person with a very large suitcase going through the tube from an international airport oh. all the way to the trade show place. You
0: have heavy things. Yeah, to and it was. It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, I
1: mean, I I was able to do it, but it was an undertaking that I wish I had. You know, I had I hadn't done because suitcase my suitcase was heavy. Guys, do to wait quite a
0: bit. Yeah, if you, uh, yeah, maybe if you make jewelry, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, but, but books yeah. and notebooks and stationery it's and i thought like
1: oh no no no! i'm just bringing the samples with me because like the, obviously we had shipped everything that was going to be displayed at the, the trade show ahead of time and i thought i'm just gonna bring one or two things or maybe it's just because i don't pack very light one or two things just became all the things because i wanted to showcase what was next and, <laughs> yeah so yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah that is yeah. tough but you know you did it <laughs> yeah. so you, you achieved it and you know you managed yeah. and sometimes our stubbornness really helps yeah. us and i mean
1: if you do need a checklist of what to pack before you go to a conference or please be sure to check ponderlily.com because after i came back from that trip i v- i made a very thorough and very comprehensive list that covers everything from um oh. business cards to uh, all the tech that you might need when you're traveling it's not specific to trade shows um but um but yeah it might help when you're making uh, an international flight
0: that's brilliant (laughs) actually i saw on your website you have a lot of free like downloads that you could get to help you kind of stay organized and plan like a lot Yes, of we do.
1: Um, and it's, again, it's, I create these things oftentimes after, you know, something like that happens, right? Like, oh, you know, I went to this business conference and I forgot to bring A, B and C, like, you know, how can I help someone else? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I quickly pulled together a document and put it on, um, uh, on our printable library. And oftentimes, like people reach out to me directly and they say, do you have a printable on X, Y, and Z? And if I don't, I'll make one. So
0: that's brilliant. And actually, your blog also has loads of uh, planning tips, and you talk to lots of different people that are kind of planning. Expects. Yes, I
1: talked recently, like we produce um, most of our content in-house and very recently, you know, Josephine, we were approached by Josephine Brooks, who's a productivity expert and uh, she's been a client for two years, I believe, um, if I recall correctly. And um, she's, you know, she had one of our planners and she reached out and she had some great content on how she uses um, her planner to plan her weeks and um, and how she made it her own, as in how she plans her weeks using her own method um but making like using our planners to support that and i absolutely adore hearing stories like that because you know it's the heart of my business is helping people think of how they can Think of their own rhythms and routines and how they can make it work for them, you know. Because um, I, um, when whenever I write content for Ponder Lily, whenever I write a blog post, um, it's directly related to an experience that I've had, or it's directly related to something that I wish I had known but it will never have the word should in it because I truly believe that the advice that I was given, for instance, when my children were three months old and somebody told me to make almond milk from scratch at home, while that advice would be was really well-meaning and um, it may have been applicable to a different time of my life, it really wasn't for that particular time yeah and for some reason i internalized that and i thought like yes i should be making almond milk with my bare hands right now it really wasn't the best use of my time and it really wasn't something that and i did do that by the way it tasted okay um and i wrote a blog post about it recently actually the my very first blog post uh on ponder lily was about (laughs) almond milk um and that what that experience (laughs) taught me um But um, yeah, you know, it's not one size fits all it's not um, uh, my one of my best friends uses uh, our planner and so if we put our planners side by side they look super different and we both are mom to twins but, uh, you know we both work um, outside of the home and um, the way she uses it is totally different to mine and I absolutely love seeing that because we should really trust uh, learn to trust our intuition a little bit more and like I said like I do talk to experts to help with my business and you know whenever I make that conscious choice to be talking to somebody whose business is to to advise others, for instance, and, you know, and I'll just use you as an example mm. to give advice on how to, to do wholesale um, for their business. You know, mm. my my last question uh, is always, okay, but how can I make this work if I'm an introvert? Or how can I make this work if, you know, um, I'm not in the UK all the time, where I'm only mm. in Newcastle four times a year? How can I make this work for me and my lifestyle? Um, and this is where I am right now, you know? So I, I, I love seeing how people take something and make it their own and make it work for them.
0: So, so yeah. Yeah, I guess we definitely all use our planners completely different. There's certain things we all do, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Almost, a lot of people do similar, but we all use it very differently, yeah. I guess.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: so. Do you think that how is your blog and like your downloads is that a good way for you to kind of drive direct sales to your um, people to your website? Because that's a challenge when you first start. Oh my goodness! It?
1: Yes, it takes a. Um, I remember you know when I started Ponderly, it was my office was in my children's. You know, twins don't like at least my twins don't sleep. They weren't very good sleepers, so they would chat to each other mm. <laughs> for ages, and I would just. <laughs> sit there in the room and like every time I would try to ninja my way out of their room they would cry and so I had to sit in their room for a long time and so I was like Do you know what I'm just gonna bring my laptop because they don't want me to leave they want <laughs> me to stay here and um, I would write a lot of my blog posts around my experiences as you know a working mom from their bedroom from like my nursing chair you know yeah and they were you know, talk to fall asleep. And so I would write lots of content. And I thought I had to keep up with writing all that content. Um, And right now, yes, it's a great way to attract people to your website because people might be searching for those things and if you have like a good seo strategy that's one way if you have like a good pinterest strategy that's a great way to attract people to your site but as we all know you can't be doing all the things right so, like you um, it's very difficult yeah. for me to write content and then put it on pinterest and then put it on instagram and then really make the content work for me i'm learning more on how to do that so i write fewer blog posts uh, or i you know i Talk. Uh, I ask our customers what they'd like me to write about to kind of make it more targeted to serve them. So um, it it drives some. Like I, I've noticed recently that um, you know Pinterest has been doing well for us. So and so um, that might be one way. But like I'm not like I just genuinely put the content in the blog because I feel it would help people I probably should be paying more attention as to having a more targeted way of um, have that work for our website but I know that Instagram like drives a lot of um, drives a lot of um, people into our site so I try to promote our blog posts on Instagram so that might catch people's attention. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, it's time consuming. Um, so when Josephine approached me with uh, with a, a piece on how she uses Ponderly, I'm like, yes, please. Because that meant that, you know, I could, <laughs> <laughs> I could save some of my content for later. And I always think that what would be most valuable to our customers, right? Like um, they might not necessarily want to hear, they might, we um, might not necessarily want to hear my perspective on something. They might want to hear somebody else's. And to people who are, on on our mailing lists and who use our planners, we have a segment called um, Ponder Lily People. So if they would like to be part of, of that, it's based, I send them questions and I feature them on the blog. Um, because again, I really do appreciate when I hear oh, multiple perspectives. Lovely. Yeah, they seem to enjoy reading, you know, about lives of women who are from different walks of life. And, you know, um, and I think that's so important for our business. It's incredibly important because um, what might look on the outside to people as two women having similar lives right Uh, it may not necessarily be the case so I think it's important to hear multiple voices of busy brilliant women everywhere
0: and it must be so much fun to hear oh yeah absolutely yeah just the satisfaction of people hearing how people use you things that you thought of you know it's it's amazing.
1: Yeah. And
0: what kind of advice would you give someone that is new to wholesale that is maybe planning to start wholesaling in 2020?
1: Um, I would say that, you know, for them to do their research and see the, the types of shops that are around them so they can start pitching maybe shops that are close to them um see the types of products that that shop carries and what their product line may be missing and how you can fill that gap that would be the first advice the second advice would have you know to to talk to an expert uh, and see how um you know how they can um they can help you in that process mm. and then the third would be to draft out like I'm sorry I'm a business analyst I have to say this <laughs> draft out the process of what it l- would look like Uh, From the moment that you pitch to the moment that you fulfill that order. Um, Because oftentimes people don't realize the amount of time that it takes and that the wholesale order fulfillment process is very different to fulfilling a direct sales order. So there are lots of email exchanges in the beginning. So what can you do to kind of uh, reduce the um, cycle time and reduce the amount of, you know, like increase the value of the communication, meaning having the questions that you would need to be answered from your stockist up front. Mm-hmm. Um, so it diminishes the time, the number of emails that you send out, right? Because you you know, you want to be efficient and you want to save some time on your end as well as on theirs too. So how can you make that work? Um, so I that those would be like my three those were the three first things that I did, and of course, like um, decide. If I wanted to give like an additional tip, would be decide how often um, you want to talk to your docket. Obviously, you know your door should always be open in case they have a question, a comment, or concern. Mm. But you know, uh, when do you want to talk to them so that it's most valuable to your um, product development process? Right. Like, so how can you design something and that you take into consider that when you're also seeking feedback from, from them too. Right. Um. Yeah. So I think that's important. Yeah, drives, and to continue like, you know, talking line to and, them is yeah, super important. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It's much easier to continue to talk to people, get more feedback, launch products that they actually want, than to continuously add more and more and more stockists because you, you, you don't keep in touch with the ones that you already have.
1: Yeah, so, exactly. Absolutely.
0: Um, so what is next for Pondalili? What are you your plans for 2020 then?
1: Oh, for 2020 is going to be like for 2020 in terms of like product release, like we're pretty much done. But we do have some tricks up our sleeves um, for March, so look out for a new uh, for a new product line in March. Um, We are knee deep in product development at the moment, just because um, you know I just feel like that I want to provide something new and exciting and different in 2021. And 2020 is a time for us to do that so that 2021 we're ready to go with production. It's amazing to me how the minute that we launched in September, we were already like, okay, so we need to proof the planners for 2021, right? So (laughs) we have to work like well in advance. So um, to make sure we get things on time. And I I really pride myself on making promises and over delivering all those promises rather than um, under delivering or just coming up to Yeah. Um, So 2020, I'm really looking forward to taking some time to bringing those new products to life um, I'm taking some time to meet our uh, clients in person so yeah. we might be having yeah so we might be having some uh, in-house workshops uh, in Newcastle Um, So if you're in the Newcastle area and you'd like to meet and you'd like to talk about planning and things like that, uh, we're going to be having in the summer of 2020, we're going to start having in-house workshops so you can see where we work and what we do and how we can help you even more on like as a group. So
0: That sounds really exciting. I think it's so valuable for people to get tips of how they can plan better because we all are often time poor. we're never going to make more time no one can produce time we just have to learn to to how 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 we can schedule it better I suppose and use our time for the best absolutely I'm really excited too we are going to do a little giveaway what are we going to give away
1: we're going to give away a 2020 ponder lily planner so we're very excited
0: yeah (laughs) I'm really excited so (laughs) Once this episode goes live, which will be on the 2nd of December, if you share the episode uh, or where you're tuning in or, you know, share something with us and tag us on your stories or on your feed on Instagram. And then we are going to enter all of them into the giveaway and uh, select a winner on the 9th of December. So I will pop all the details in the show notes too. But where... Now I said tag you. What's your Instagram? Uh,
1: our Instagram handle is at we are ponderlily, and um, you can find us on um, www ponderlily com. Um, if you want to see the free resources that we have, or if you want to check out our products, and um, if you want to enter the giveaway and tell us your favorite ponderlily planner color,
0: now that's a good idea. Yeah. I love the colors. I'm I'm sort of thinking now, uh, what are the colors for 2020 going to be? Yeah, like 2021 oh, because you must have decided almost.
1: Oh yes. Yes. That we keep that top <laughs> secret until <laughs> September of 2020. That's when um yeah. I make the final call on like in July of 2020. That's when we make the final call on the colors. Um um we talk to our stockists and see if the cover fabrics that we like are available. So until then it's top secret cuz we may change but uh, we have one favorite coming back Um, so yeah you can Hopefully, like if you tell me enough times, like what your favorite color is, <laughs> like we might be able to bring that one back. but I'm really pleased with the colors that we um launched this year um they're, they're very ponder lily colors they're calm, they're soothing and uh, they look great in a boardroom, so whether that boardroom is in your kitchen where i where I package <laughs> orders sometimes or um and where we have tea meetings uh, with our family or if you're in a skyrise where I also happen to work so <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it it does fit in everywhere. I think that's, you know, the thing with a planner. It's 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 almost the only stationary. I like, I suppose notebooks too. But you know, it's the one thing that you carry with you the whole year. Mm-hmm. It's very personal to you, isn't it? It's also the yeah, one absolutely. thing that you actually use. For basically every day of the year, too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I use mine daily and it goes in all my bags my gym bags, my. Mm. <laughs> my work bag uh my laptop bag and so um <laughs> I wanted to make sure that it was something that would fit in all the bags <laughs> and um that was portable and light and that would help you feel confident and together from from work to weekend
0: yeah I, and it does that I think it's just so beautiful <laughs> um so finally would you share a business it can be a brand a maker a retailer Uh, Someone that you admire and you think they're doing something that you're really connecting with at the moment.
1: Sure. Um, I really admire Lauren Aston Designs. Um, She makes these large, chunky knits. And Mm. um, she was one of the first people. I followed on Instagram and she is like, you know, she's so creative um, and she often makes opportunities available to other businesses to contribute to her um, membership boxes. And um, she really supports other makers as well. I just love her account the other business that i really like is tincture london they make uh eco-friendly uh dishwashing liquids and and things like that um there's so many businesses that that i admire there's one uh right here in um in newcastle and uh, they make uh eco-friendly bath oils and and things like that um so uh, that's maddie um uh, sorry maddie alexander Um, so they were one of the very first businesses who contributed with us and they're just absolutely lovely and their products are just so lush love them so um and they make bath and body and uh, like using like just oils and things like that with naturally sourced uh, ingredients. But like I said, like there are just so many businesses that I love and admire, uh, mostly people who are in the space where they're thinking about a more circular economy and they reuse um, some of their products and, and, and things like that. So um, there's just too many to name in an episode, but um, I'll be happy to send you more names, like if you feel like. But these are the ones that um, are very near and dear to my heart and stand out to me. So
0: I I love hearing all these. Like I always discover some new businesses when I do this podcast. It's so lovely. There's so many inspiring businesses out there. It's funny that you um have mentioned Lauren. Um, I used to be in well, pub- sales in publishing and actually the publisher that I worked for um, published Laura's book while I was there oh very cool <laughs> it's, it's such a it's just one of those random way things so yeah it was like a super chunky knit book um, yeah so I saw that book so that's funny <laughs> well thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today and coming oh, on thank the you for this
1: opportunity I always enjoy having a chat with you and uh, I think we're due a call very soon so I need to call you at some point
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I always love chatting and it was great to hear I kind of because we haven't really had time to talk after Top Drawer, so it's great to hear what, you know, what you've been up to and uh, things are going well. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Therese, and thank you so much for following up after Top Drawer. I know that, like, immediately after the trade show was a bit like, oh, I don't I don't know how that went. And then, you know, after a month or, <laughs> two or so, the order started pouring and it was like, oh, I think it went well. Therese, just putting that out there. <well>. But thank you. That anytime, is so good. Like, and one of the things I love about businesses like yours too is that, and you specifically, is that you care about how we do, <laughs> um, and you care about like how we're treated. And so, anytime that I meet um, someone who's an expert in what they do, and they provide us with some advice, uh, and they treat us like how we would treat our customers, like you know like that's when you know that you're gonna be like friends for a while
0: i just think it's it's why we do it isn't it like i wish i could stay like talk to people all the time but like Mm -hmm. i really do want everyone you know that you meet like whether i work we work I worked one on one with them or not, or they're in my Facebook group or whatever. I just want everyone to do really well.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's space for everybody, honestly. There's space mm-hmm. for everyone. Um, and I think that there's so many possible possibility like so there's so many like um avenues to pursue um your dreams whether you want to s- start a new business or if you want to be like launching a product that's really going to help people um I think that like there's space for everybody and collaboration is so key in this industry mm. so yeah
0: yeah absolutely it, it is so key and yeah fun as well thank you so much and um i really hope well i'm really excited about the giveaway so don't forget about the giveaway <laughs> everyone and uh, yeah I'll, I'll speak to you soon thank, thank you so you much, much. It was lovely <laughs> chatting
1: with you and it was thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to chat with your
0: audience too thank you so much karina for coming on the show and thank you to all of you who are listening remember to enter the giveaway all you have to do is tag myself small underscore business underscore collaborative and tag pondalily we are pondalily over on instagram show us where you're listening show us what planner you would want to win what's your favorite color And we will announce a winner on Monday, the 9th of December. Please enter before 9am on the 9th of December for your chance to win. I also wanted to mention that if you do have a moment, it would really, really help. And I would so appreciate it if you would take a moment to rate and review this podcast over on iTunes. It really does mean a lot to me. And I really do want this podcast to continue to grow. And I want to continue to be able to get interesting guests on the podcast. So thank you so much in advance. I know it's a really busy time of the year. Now, I really hope that you are having a great start to December that you are going to continue to having great sales if you are doing markets stay warm if they're outdoors stay positive people like speaking to you guys you know at a the market they want to hear your story they want to connect with you so remember to smile and put yourself out there this is the month to be visible really visible and um, I hope that you will still have time to tune in next week and I hope that you have a wonderful week. Don't forget to tune in to Indie Xmas 2019 over on my grid and follow along to find some new independent shops and small brands. Thank you so much.